Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. So uh, Biden's big strategy for the 2024 election, even though he's not going to be physically or mentally able to run, is to hire a bunch of uh, digital influencers. That's what they're going to do. They have their own room of useful idiots at the White House because uh, apparently that's how stupid a lot of people in Gen Z are. Uh, Young voters age 18 to 29 prefer Biden by Trump over Trump by 26 points. uh, Democrats over Republicans by 28 points. So they're going to do these uh, influencers who are, uh, you know, managed to have uh, big followings on TikTok for doing, you know, stupid crap is really what they do mostly. Uh, Like say they're a woman when they're not Um, and uh, and inhale uh, sentiment. I guess that's another uh, another uh, platform a few years ago. But uh, the uh, Biden strategy aimed more at platforms favored by younger voters, such as Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Another reason to get rid of TikTok. But, you know, we don't censor people. But that's what they want to do. They want to. uh, 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 you know, appeal to people with shiny objects. Um, I don't know if you do this in uh, in the uh, state of Wisconsin. Let me see if I got this article in front of me. Yeah, here you go. Listen to this. Now, tell me this isn't just uh, purchasing votes. And, and uh, are we at the point where you just say, you know what, here's the deal. Uh, vote for me and I'll give you $200. I mean, honestly, you're almost there. You got uh, people like George Soros, uh, his son, visiting the White House 13 times, uh, essentially buying power across the country, eliminating your vote, with billions of dollars from an oligarch. We are becoming an oligarchy. And then a uh, Wisconsin lawmaker questioning whether it was legal for a political action committee to pay people to encourage voters to vote for liberal Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Janet, I never can say it right, it's Protagowicz or something like that, in the state Supreme Court election, the latest mobilization tactic to raise integrity concerns in the battleground state. So what they did is that uh, uh, Wisconsin Takes Action, a project of organizing empowerment PAC, it's a left-leaning group, held live Zoom training sessions during the Wisconsin Supreme Court race, instructing potential community mobilizers. Remember when uh, Barack Obama said he was a community organizer and everybody went, well, that's not a job, because it wasn't. On how to reach people to encourage them to vote and get paid hundreds of dollars for their outreach. Now, here's where they get it. The organized running the session explained how attendees could earn $30 by downloading an app from the Empower Project, a left-wing organization that helps. Now, listen, they put in their, uh, their header, progressive organizations and nonprofits to activate, build, and expand their activist bases and organizational reach in a meaningful scale. Talking, talk to people who you know the trainer explained, is a really effective way because you are talking to your father to go vote or your sister or a friend is a lot more effective than me telling you to go vote because I don't know them. With the app, mobilizers can add names and phone numbers of 75 people, only allowed to contact 60 of them. The under 15 are not to be contacted to serve as a control group. 
And ultimately, you can earn more money with the more people you reach. So from February 22nd to March 19th, mobilizers were were to create their list, contact the 60 people to ask if they were registered to vote. If the mobilizers did this, they got $60 gift card from their choice of various retailers or a prepaid MasterCard. Probably wouldn't go to Whole Foods because you get like three things for $60. That said... The 60 contacts then to be contacted again between March 20th and March 30th to be encouraged to vote earlier would uh, get the mobilized another $65 gift card. How in the hell is that different from paying somebody to vote? This is, this is what we're up against. This is why Donald Trump says, you know what? Maybe we need to start valid harvesting. Maybe we need to play their game. Maybe we do. I'm not for cheating, but honestly, uh, Marcus of Queensbury rules in the MMA uh, ring, are not going to work. They're just not going to work. And and I do believe, uh, like I said, the last week, uh, with the indictment of Donald Trump, with the the attacks on uh, Riley Gaines, this Dylan Mulvaney nonsense, I think we've reached critical stupid in the country. I really do. We've reached critical stupid, and people are just tired of it. Just bloody Tired of it. We're tired of being gaslit about everything. We know that we're sitting on oceans of oil, and we know that we could be energy independent again. We know that our our petroleum reserve should be full. We know that our border is wide open, and we are not. And we know that women who are born women are women. So we can win this 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 entire uh, chapter in our history is, I would venture to say, very similar to the the collapse of the Berlin Wall. Uh, There were a number of reasons for the collapse of the Berlin Wall, but but the information dominance of uh, Pravda and Izvestia clearly wasn't able to lie enough to convince people in the USSR that things didn't suck as bad as they do, and did. And then the Berlin Wall fell. That's what's happening here. I think people are just done with the stupid. Uh, the government tried very hard, and they're still trying to to uh, possess all of the means of communication with the DHS and FBI and big social media and the mainstream media. But the amazing thing is the truth gets through. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, California. Hello there, Randall. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? What's on my mind? I want to say what really makes me mad about Diane Feinstein more than anything else. And What's I lived that? in San Francisco when she was mayor. I lived there dur- during the assassination of Moscone and Harvey Milk. But first things first, I just want to say when regarding Dylan uh, Mulaney or whatever. Mulaney, yeah, Mulaney, yeah. This don't call her Bud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and hey, can you imagine a construction worker who's a father, husband, Raising a family, holding up a, a Bud Light, and it says, This Bud's for you with uh, her face on it. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So, you yes. never hear anybody get down on Feinstein for Alzheimer's. They are so light and soft on her, man. I'm talking about a spoiled Democrat party. I mean, really. Why? Why no mention? Well, because she is being directed to do what the Democrat Party wants her to do. Nobody in the mainstream media is asking any questions. Why in the hell wouldn't they want somebody who's mentally infirmed? Dear God in heaven, at 93 nursing homes around Pennsylvania, they got 95 or 99 percent of the people in the nursing homes to vote Democrat, and they couldn't even feed themselves and sometimes weren't even conscious. Do you understand what I'm saying here, Randall? Yeah, that's 
that's exactly correct. Exactly 100% correct. Yes. You cannot, yes. You cannot do forensics on an insane brain. Yes, exactly. You've got to wait until right. you know that. All right, Randall, thanks for the call. Yeah, it is It is kind of funny, isn't it? Did you realize that John Fetterman has missed 85% of his roll call votes as a senator? Did you realize the same is has happened with Dianne Feinstein, who says she's in the... No, somebody says she's in the hospital with shingles? Dear Lord. And then, of course, there's our, uh, our president. This is Jim Gossett. Sing along, kids. Where is Fetterman? Where's John Fetterman? Well, here I am. Here I am. How are you today, sir? The brain's not really working. Run and hide. Run and hide. Where's Mitch McConnell? Where's Mitch McConnell? Here I am. <laughs> here I am. Do you have a statement? No, I don't, but thank you. Run and hide. And hide. Run and hide. Well, cover it up. Where is Feinstein? Where is Feinstein? Here I am. Here I am. Sounds just like her. Can you do an interview? No, I can't, but thank you. Run away. Run away. Yeah, we we run my own colleagues. Say that they don't miss me. Stay gone, Mitch. Stay gone, Mitch. You know, it is interesting. They're not asking any hard questions of John Fetterman. They're not asking any hard questions about Diane Feinstein. They are not asking any hard questions about uh, about Joe Biden. Uh, it, it is it, and and Mitch McConnell. So uh, Mitch McConnell's not being asked uh, hard questions about. His uh, mental acuity after a fall, apparently, what, a month and a half ago, haven't heard anything, which says to me, he's part of the cabal, man. He is, to the mainstream media, what Chuck Schumer is. He does the work of the swamp. He's an insider. They leave him alone. What is the last hit piece on Mitch McConnell? Anybody? Anybody? Never. Because they know. The media knows who's on their side. This is Donald Trump from last night, and this is uh, his take. He was talking to Tucker Carlson last night about uh, why the Democrats want him out. And some people are throwing this out. They're saying, and it's, and it's uh, nonsense, saying that, uh, oh, yeah, Democrats want Donald Trump to be the, the candidate because he'll get beaten. That's bullcrap. That is absolute bullcrap. Right now, Donald Trump, he's had a target on him for seven years to stop his agenda, to stop his presidency, or stop his candidacy, stop, candidacy, stop his presidency, and then stop him from running again. And they're doubling down on it. They're even calling new pieces of legislation by a Republican Congress mega legislation. So if you say that the Democrat Party wants Donald Trump to be the president, I would say you are so full of crap that uh, your eyes are turning brown, even though they're blue. Here is Donald Trump talking about why the Democrats don't want him to run. If I weren't running or if I had bad poll numbers, let's say. Right. And again, remember, the Democrats are the party of disinformation. If they want you to run, if they want to run against somebody, they're going to go the opposite. For instance, they don't want to run against. And now I just gave you a poll. I'm nine points up on Biden. Yeah. But they're the party of disinformation. So what they say is, oh, we want to run against Trump. Now, they always do that. You know, they do that. And other people would do it, but they do it pretty much better than others. Is there anything they could throw at you legally that would convince you to drop out of the race? If you get convicted in this case in New York, no, I'd never drop out. Now, I'm going to throw this out also. Uh, is there anything, Mr. President, you could do that would convince or anything that would come out on the media 
that would convince Trump voters to not vote for you? And his answer should have been, no, there isn't. And honestly, on, on the heels of that, it's true. And it's not because uh, they are so sycophantically uh, in favor of Donald Trump, they're willing to look past instances of illegality or illegal practices. They just know that he's been uh, picked apart for the last seven years, and they've never found a damn thing, so much so they have to make up charges that are well past the, the uh, statute of limitations and are twisted into a new charge that makes no sense whatsoever. End of discussion. End of discussion. Let's talk to uh, Todd in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hello, Todd. What are your thoughts today, bro? Hey, Rob. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. What's Love up? The show. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, I agree with you 99% of the time, and I actually agree with you on if if Trump chose DeSantis to be his running mate, it's 110% victory, no doubt course, about it. But here's my, here's my problem. What? Anybody that supports or even remotely supports anything about global warming, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it needs to be rejected outright. And if, if he chooses, if he chooses someone that has any inkling of, oh, well, we need to do this, we need to do that about global warming, I'm out. And I won't vote. I, I will not vote for it. Todd, I think there are a lot of issues that uh, the American uh, Republicans are on a hair trigger. Uh, and and if you d uh, go down a different path, and for instance, this climate change nonsense, it is absolute nonsense. You ever notice all the stories about California's reservoirs filling up again? Have you noticed any coverage of that? No, you haven't. God nope. refilled the reservoirs in California. End of your end of the world, the California is going to dry up and die. It was just a, a weather cycle. Uh, so, you know, what uh, Republican voters are on a Harris trigger. If you say I support Mitt Romney, you're done. If you support global warming yep. or or investing in Chinese uh, battery factories, you're done, Todd. And that's where Ron DeSantis is right now. Uh, he could easily be under the wing of Donald Trump as the vice president. Uh, he could uh, uh, gain some more experience as a leader. And then I think he could easily jump right into eight years of the presidency uh, doing the same Make America First MAGA agenda because that's what the American people want, Todd. I, I totally agree with you. But here's the thing. If, yeah. if they give any credence, if Ron DeSantis gives any credence to climate change, global warming, whatever the hell you want to call it. Transgender nonsense. Yeah, he, it's over. Yeah, he's done. He's done yeah, yeah, because I I, I'm over. I, I'm yeah. so sick of this crap. I know you've it's reached so critical stupid. You've you've the yeah. country has reached critical stupid, Todd. And it's not because you're stupid. It's you're smart. And the stupid people have been telling you stupid crap and you're just done with it. Right. I, I, I am. And here's <laughs> the thing. When you say yes. America first, I agree with you. If he if he went under Donald Trump's wing, yeah. he would he, they would right. win 110%. No right. doubt. Todd, I got to run, bro. Thanks. I got to run. I got to run. Got a hard break. Uh, let's take a break. It's Rob Carson Show. Thanks, buddy. I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. I believe, wasn't it, uh, was it Merriam-Webster last year that made gaslighting the uh, word of the year? And gaslighting is when you try to convince people who know the truth that uh, they're wrong. That, oh, no, no. you And, and for instance, uh, one of the things, and, and, and I mentioned that we've reached critical stupid. Not you and me, we're not stupid. It's just that uh, things are so stupid 
that we are actually saying, you know, I, I don't think that men can become women and compete with women. And that's stupid. Uh, or I don't believe that uh, standing six feet away from someone versus four feet will save my life when it comes to a pandemic. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of stupid. So we've reached critical stupid. We're not going to be gaslit anymore. And one of the things I said last week, a culmination of a whole bunch of stuff, the Trump indictment, the uh, the Riley Gaines and uh, Dylan Mulvaney and John Kirby coming out and telling all of the people who have sacrificed so much in Afghanistan, uh, some who returned home in boxes and their gold star families, some who came home with PTSD or profound injury, and those who fought and sacrificed in Afghanistan, heard from Don, John Kirby that, oh, no, no, pulling out was the best thing. We did everything right. You guys are just imagining it. That was the ultimate insult. And it's been an insult for two years. But for that jackweed on uh, the Thursday before Good Friday to put the piece together a 12-page summary of Afghanistan that was just a piece of propaganda and then rub uh, the American people's face at it was just uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit, a bridge too far, as it were. Here's Donald Trump talking to Tucker about that. But we didn't have one death in 18 months. He knew. Not one death. And then to see the way we got out, like we were surrendering, like taking the military out first, leaving $85 billion worth of equipment behind, giving up Bagram. I was going to keep Bagram. I was getting out, but not for Afghanistan. It's one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. It's one of the biggest Air Force bases in the world. I think the biggest with runways that go 10,000 feet. I was keeping that because of China, not because of Afghanistan. Right. And they they left everything. They they left in the dark of night. They left the lights on. They left the dogs, by the way. You know, yeah, they, they, left the the dogs. they left the dogs. They left the dogs. Everyone, yeah. you know, the dog lovers. And you got a lot of them. I love dogs. You love dogs. But they left the dogs. People said, what? One of the first questions I got, what did they do with the dogs? Mostly German shepherds. They left them. Uh, what they did, the way they got out was so horrible. Okay. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that was their plan. That had nothing to do with me. I was getting out too. We would have gotten out with strength and dignity. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And everybody knows it. You know why everybody knows it? Say it with me. You know what I like to say? We're not stupid. We are not stupid. Stop acting like we are. Stop acting like we don't know better. We are not people that you can repeat a lie until we believe it. That worked for Joseph Goebbels, and it apparently works pretty well for idiots like AOC and other Democrats, but it ain't working with the American people. We know. The reason why Dylan Mulvaney is being rejected, and by the way, the reason why Bud Light has lost $3 billion, is not because we hate transgendered individuals. We just happen to be married to women. I'm just saying, I'm talking to the men's uh, men here, at least the straight males like me. Uh, you know, we have women in our lives who've been women's their entire lives, and they have struggled and fought to get where they are for two centuries in this country, and they finally get to the finish line, and some jackass decides to say, oh, I'm a girl, and pass her for first place. You know, women across this country are going nonsense. And the people who drink Bud Light are going, you know, like I said, I don't hate Dylan Mulvaney. But if you go on the web and you say that you're a woman for 365 days, so much so that you say you can promote Tampax 
and other feminine products and move past other women to make money selling feminine products, even though you're a dude, then American women are done. They really are. We're done with stupid because we're not. All right, more on this in your phone calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's The Rob Carson Show. So uh, Tim Scott is considering running for president. And I got to tell you, I think uh, Tim Scott has the uh, ability to be a real transformational figure in American history as well as the Republican Party. Uh, you know, whether or not it's the time for him to run, we'll find out. It depends on American people want uh, him versus Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis. But uh, but I will tell you, they got a heck of a better field than uh, the Democrat Party does right now, because first in line is Kamala Harris. And nobody's serious. It's, it's usually, I don't know, uh, rarely that a really unpopular president has a, a more unpopular vice president. But she and she's, you know, a girl and everything. And it still doesn't matter. People think they're just... Yeah, I know. I'm really dismissing her by calling her a girl. No, not really. But anyway, uh, uh, who you got after that? Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> you know, seriously? Oh, seriously. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, about Bud Light, shall we? And uh, for those of you who are Generation Xers like me, uh, you know, we're latchkey kids. And uh, we came home after school and we watched, uh, you know, cartoons at Gillian's Island. You know, maybe the Brady Bunch. And Saturday mornings we watched cartoons and and we learned a lot from this uh, wonderful series called Schoolhouse Rock. Taught us about, you know, adjectives and <clears throat> verbs and nouns and the preamble of the Constitution. I know all of those things because of uh, Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bilious. I'm only a mill. I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. <clears throat> They've changed it a little bit. There's some payoffs and there's some slush money. And then you've got to be able to move from the uh, Congress into Big Pharma or Big Defense. You'd have to kind of change it. But we learned a lot uh, from Schoolhouse Rock. And, uh, and now they've kind of revamped it, I guess. Jim Gossett has revamped it for transgenderism. This is a, I'm just a Bill or a William or a Wilhelmina. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, here's Jim Gossett. I'm just a Bill, but I want to be Jill. I become a girl, yes I will. Give me some time and I'll make myself pretty. Yeah. If I don't make the girls team, it'll be a pity. But I know I'll be a gal someday. At least I hope and pray I'll be Jill. But today I am still just a bill. I drink it up, but like you'll look like a woman. I'm just a bill, and I won't stop until. A real woman's role I can't fill I'll make the girls swim team They won't deny me I've got the whole package That's clear to see Brother. Everybody knows I live a lie Cause I'm still a guy My name's Bill A Bill who is mentally ill Congratulations, <laughs> Bill You're now a Jill Oh, yeah I mean, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I gotta tell you, oh my God, Jim Gossett. That's I think that could be one of the funniest things he's done. He's <laughs> just that is just spectacular. Uh, if you want to help out Jim, he's got a Patreon account. P a t r e o n dot com. Jim Gossett Comedy. Uh, wow, that that was uh, multi layered, uh, multi multi layered. Uh, this is kind of fun. Well, American women, American women are kind of mad at this nonsense. I told you, we've reached critical stupid in the country. People are no longer believing the nonsense. I, I started not believing the nonsense years ago. 
and uh, the media, you know, when the, when the media is down with the uh, working with the DHS and the HHS and the DHS and parroting the, the official party line, it takes a while for people to catch up. But we are discovering the idiocy of uh, and the the the, uh, the fallacy that that uh, men can compete with women in performance sports as women, and women are going to be cool with being wiped off the map. If you allow men to compete with women, women's sports are over. And women never have had it easy in sports. Title IX came around because uh, all the men's sports at universities were very well funded. And women's sports were basically excluded. That's what Title, title IX was about. Now what is it? They bastardized it. They made it into, oh yeah, trans men who fail at sports can compete with women and beat them. And honestly, and there's a point where you just you, you wake up and you go, I'm just, not, you know, we're not having this discussion anymore. I, I'm, I'm not stupid. I'm not playing your game anymore. So shut up. Shut up or I'll defend your, I'll, I'll defund your university. Shut up or I won't vote for you. Honestly, we're done with the nonsense. That's why I say we have to return from nonsense to common sense in 2023. That's the real American revolution. Where's my sponsorship? Social media universe, uh, users are celebrating how many days they've been a woman and their lives as mothers. So women are saying, you know what? Bullcrap. This is just a dude who was a dude until a year ago. He's always been an intention prostitute, uh, a flamboyant man, and uh, suddenly decided he would detail online uh, his uh, journey into womanhood, which was really just him uh, putting on women's clothing and getting facial surgery. But women are saying, you know what, uh, done. So, uh, and I saw this on social media yesterday on Twitter, that today I celebrate 18,155 days of womanhood. I ate eight babies in my womb. I gave birth, raised six. I went through triple negative breast cancer and would have had ovarian cancer had I not had my ovaries removed in time. No man can say these things, even if he appropriates my gender. Lauren Boebert, who is a grandmother at uh, 36, Wow. Anyway, she uh, uh, represents Colorado. She tweeted, I celebrate 13,262 days of being a woman. I've been pregnant five times, miscarried in 2012, gave birth to four incredible boys that came out of my womb. And any day now, one of those four boys will make me a grandmother. One woman describing herself as proud patriot tweeted, today I celebrate 20,756 days of being a woman. Now, if and by the way, when they announced Dylan Mulvaney as a spokesperson for for Bud Light, they did it on uh, April Fool's Day. And you know what? I would have been down with it. It was April Fool's Day. And this guy is uh, is a clown. He, he makes fun of the most feminine of feminine characteristics to make fun of women. He does. And if he were just being a clown, making fun of stereotypes of womanhood, I'd be cool. But he crossed the line into suddenly saying he's an authority on, as a woman, on being a woman. And women and the men who love them are going, uh, you know, bullcrap. And I, and I mentioned this, and it's not meaning to be cruel here. It's like, you know, uh, we heard uh, Megan McCain. She says, I'm not meaning to be cruel by saying Joe Biden won't be able to run for president. He, his brain's not there. He's falling apart mentally and physically. Not meaning to be cruel. I'm not meaning to be cruel when I say that if you're born a man and you go through transition, you're not going to be a woman to a heterosexual man. No man is going to go, oh, okay, you know what? I was thinking about marrying, maybe having some kids. Um, 
I'm going to have to go with uh, somebody born a woman. That's just the way it is. No amount of screaming to the cloud tops, no amount of saying, stop on your feet and saying, I am a woman. No amount of chasing Riley Gaines out of a, a speech on campus and physically threatening her and attacking her is going to make any difference. But Bud Light decided they needed to change from the frat boy, I guess, uh, uh, mode that they've been in forever. I mean, yeah, Bud Light. And so what they do, they bring they bring Dylan Mulvaney on just in time for the NCAA men's basketball champion and women's basketball champions, whatever. Uh, and, and he shows up as a spokesperson for Bud Light, claiming that he's a woman when he's not, and then not knowing anything about sports in the busiest week of the year for drinking, other than, you know, like a Thanksgiving night. It's, it's, it's just so stupid and tone deaf. And then Riley Gaines who was a, an athlete who spent most of her uh, childhood and adolescence training to be the best athlete possible. Her senior year, the zenith of her career, a loser, a loser who, who, who was 550th ranked in the country. William was his name, decides to become Leah Thomas and then becomes woman of the year and, and ties Riley Gaines. And Riley Gaines, she just goes to campuses to say, hey, this is what happened to me. This isn't fair. And this is the reaction she gets from the left. Trans rights are human rights. This is... Everybody knows that's crazy. Everybody in their right mind knows that what happened there is crazy. And if you are still on the bandwagon with defending men competing with women, and you are cool with what happened to Riley Gaines at the University of San Francisco, then you are, uh, honestly, uh, just shut up. Uh, your nonsense has had its time in the sun, and it's time for the adults to take charge. And it's time for the defenders of women to take charge. And why are these cowards at this university, why are they going after male athletes? Why are they going after male athletes? Because they pursue, they perceive women as being weaker. That's it. There you go. There's your sexism full circle, ladies. You hear that liberal Karens in cul-de-sac America? They're picking on fights with women because they perceive them to be weaker. It's like when you hear these radical leftist groups, they'll go after churches, they'll go after synagogues, they won't touch a mosque because they're cowards. They're cowards. This is Riley Gaines talking about, this is another thing she had to endure. And again, if you're down with this, you aren't even a part of the discussion anymore. You, you've had your day in the sun, you've tried to prove your point, and you've just made a fool of yourself. Here she is talking about, and I want you to imagine, because you know what? Uh, men, uh, the men who love women in their lives, their mothers, their daughters, their aunts, their sisters, all of this, they're defending Riley Gaines against this. In addition to being forced to give up our awards, our titles, not opportunities, the NCAA forced female swimmers to share a locker room with Thomas, a 6'4", 22-year-old male who was fully intact with male genitalia. Let me be clear. We were not forewarned. We were not asked for our consent, and we did not give our consent. How does it feel knowing that women just got the vote last century, the turn of the century, 1920s, uh, 
And then after all of this, we come to 2023 and women can just be erased, can be uh, given a, a second place trophy, can not become all American their senior year in college, even though they've invested their entire lives in it, not become the woman of the year on ESPN or on, on uh, Sports Illustrated, not become the woman of the year, according to USA Today, because a man took the position. But they won't do that with men because they're cowards. Here is uh, Riley Gaines talking about when she got a second-place trophy. She tied with Leah Thomas, a dude, a year ago, and how they treated her as a woman. The next day, Thomas and I raced in the 200 freestyle, which ended up in a tie. Um, we went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. Having only one trophy, the NCAA told me that I would go home empty-handed and this trophy would go to Thomas. And when I questioned this, the NCAA told me that Thomas had to hold it for photo purposes. I was shocked. I felt betrayed and belittled. The NCAA trashed every female athlete in America with that move. Reduced to a photo op. But my feelings didn't matter. What mattered to the NCAA were the feelings of a biological male. Yeah, and a little bit more from Riley Gaines. I know I don't speak for everyone. I, it's impossible to speak for everyone. But I can attest to the tears that were shed on that pool deck by these poor ninth and 17th place finishers who missed out on being named an All-American by one place. And I can attest to the extreme discomfort in the locker room when you turn around and there's... Yeah, it's called a psychosexual assault. That's a term I made up. It's a psychosexual assault. The male watching you undress while exposing himself. I can attest to the anger and frustration from these girls who had worked so hard and sacrificed so much to get to this point. Unfortunately, our experiences are not unique. The number of female athletes who have been denied opportunities, again, traumatized or hurt by policies that claim to be promoting inclusion, is growing at an alarming rate around this country. It's simply unacceptable, and the integrity of women's sports is lost. Absolutely, 100%. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. What part of abuses and usurpations do you not understand? It's The Rob Carson Show. You know what happens when Riley Gaines competes against other women? She kicks their butts. Uh, Riley Gaines uh, quoted a tweet from uh, American soccer star Megan Rapino, And uh, Megan Rapino, of course, uh, was the, uh, the star of the U.S. women's soccer team, which was beaten by high school boys. Literally. They decided they'd see if, uh, if 15-year-old boys could meet the US, beat the U.S. women's soccer team and it wasn't even close. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being born stronger or physically not having the attributes of uh, the male. You know, there's a little, we, we don't live as long. There, there you go, ladies. We don't live as long. And we're generally more susceptible to the disease. I was going to tell you that. So you should be happy with that. So we can bench press more. Who gives a crap? You can crank out a baby. That's pretty amazing crank out a baby. I really romanticized that, didn't I? Anyway, so uh, uh, Megan Rapino claims that trans kids are not the issue of sports. It's actually unequal pay, sexual abuse, and lack of resources. Well, I would say uh, getting a dude to identify as a woman and undressing in front of you in a locker room is pretty much sexual abuse. Uh, as far as unequal pay, sorry, people just aren't going to pay $1,000 for courtside seats for a WNBA game. I'm, there's nothing I can do about that. 
There's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing anybody can do about that. Uh, so anyway, here's what Gaines uh, tweeted back, said, it's worth noting, one, you are done playing sports competitively. <laughs> and because, two, you aren't sexually attracted to men, men, you'll never have a daughter to defend. <laughs> to me, this simply looks like virtue signaling because you have nothing personally to lose. Oh, my God, that's so fantastic. And, uh, you know, and of course, uh, there's Megan Rapinoe. Uh, being beaten by a high school boys team as a professional. Uh, she should know when to shut up, but apparently she doesn't. And, she doesn't. and then there's the ultimate affront, which is what's been going on in America. And this has got to end, and that is uh, transitioning children into the opposite sex. California mom, Aurora Regina, says that her 11-year-old daughter's elementary school worked to secretly transition her without parental knowledge. Listen to her at the Chico Unified School District uh, board meeting talking about the issues that a personal tragedy in her life and her daughter's life that this school board decided to take advantage of. This is grooming. This is grooming. This is what it looks like. Hi, for those that don't know me, my name is Aurora Regino, and I am the mother that filed a lawsuit in federal court against Chico Unified for transitioning my daughter without my knowledge. I'm here today to tell my story so parents and the public know what is going on in our schools. Last year, my 11-year-old daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified, and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My this is when groomers move in. They seek weakness. Groomers, oddly enough, they look at sex abuse uh, shelters as a veritable buffet. My daughter was distressed and began questioning her sexuality, so she decided to reach out to a wellness counselor at her elementary school. The day my daughter shared her guidance, shared with her guidance counselor that she felt like a boy, the counselor immediately affirmed this new identity. From then on, the counselor continued to have one-on-one -on -one meetings with my daughter without my knowledge. During one of those one-on-one -on -one meetings, my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity. The counselor ignored her request and did nothing to support her in letting me know what was going on at school. Throughout her transition, my daughter changed very quickly, was bullied, and as a result, was very unhappy. And because her school kept this transition a secret from me, she was on her own. I'm a busy working mother, just like the rest of you. Before this happened to our family, I would have not believed this was going on in our schools, especially at the elementary level. Now, this is uh, has reached its zenith, and this movement is going down in flames as we speak. It is. It's caught on. We get it. I would recommend that those who are counselors, who are teachers, who are anesthetists, who are, uh, who are surgeons, you need to get on the right side of history because this train has gone off the rails. The world is realizing what a horror this is. And if you wind up on the side of medically translating, uh, transgendering uh, children, history is, gonna, is, going to, uh, is going to judge you very poorly. So I'd recommend you, uh, you change. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. And of course, this is the last hour of the show today. On the flagship of Newsmax Radio and uh, radio stations around the country. Thanks for hanging out with me. So uh, after the indictment, the big media spin is against President Trump. One cable news channel leads the way with real news. That would be uh, Newsmax. And have you noticed lately that uh, Newsmax, uh, you know, everybody who is somebody 
is on Newsmax. Jim Jordan on Newsmax. Everybody is is on Newsmax. Uh, some amazing things have happened to this glorious network that I've been a part of now for three years. <clears throat> and, and it's just, it's quality programming. It is a nice alternative compared to uh, many of them are, that are out there. And I'll tell you that none of the people on Newsmax change their stripes. I'm not told, oh, Rob, you can't talk about that. Oh, Rob, you've got to tell this line or that line. No, 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 not the case. Same goes with Greg Kelly. Ever watched Greg Kelly? Go ahead and tell Greg Kelly that he can't talk about something. He'll say, you know what? See ya. <laughs> so if you would like to uh, vote in the new poll that Newsmax is doing, it's uh, whether you think the uh, Trump indictment is for real. Also, if you would vote for Trump in 2024. So just text the word event to 39747. That's 39747. Just takes a minute. And then, of course, uh, check out Newsmax, if you would. I think you'll enjoy it. Back on 349 on Direct TV. Now, uh, of course, I, I did mention that uh, Tucker Carlson had uh, Donald Trump on his show. Oh, let's try that again. Uh, uh, Donald Trump, pardon me, let's pop this down. Donald Trump was on uh, Tucker Carlson's show last night, Okay. And uh, what many people don't know is that we had the president actually uh, call in earlier. Let's go ahead and play the roll the tape. Well, thanks for having me on. You're always welcome. Always love being on the Rob Carson show. Now, uh, you mentioned last night, I saw you did an interview on Tucker Carlson. Um, and uh, you didn't think that Joe Biden would be able to run for president. Would you like to expand on that a little? Well, I, I think that's fairly obvious. I mean, if the duties of the president, did I say duties? I don't mean, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, he, the he, number two. Probably, I say the duties of the president yeah. ended at being able to feed yourself or being able to go to the bathroom. We talk about duties. Then maybe he could be president, although that's a challenge. Otherwise, I think he's in way over his head, believe me. <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to be. Now, you got a lot of things going on in your life. I know that the Alvin Bragg case against you that many people are saying is a joke. Would you like to Would you like to comment on that, Mr. President? Well, Alvin Bragg is soft on crime. He's tough on Twinkies. And, you know, this is about a non-disclosure agreement. Yes, yes. Stormy Daniels, I call her horse face. She said I didn't have a relationship with her. Oh, yeah, no relationship, no, no affair. No. Unlike with Bill Clinton, there was no blue dress. No. I got to tell you, anyone who'd associate with horse face Stormy probably would want to wear a hazmat suit. I have to say a hazmat <laughs> suit. Now, there's no blue dress. And there's no hazmat suit in this case. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, now, uh, this, of course, is just the latest witch hunt. You've been a you've been a target for what about seven years now, right? Yes, two fake impeachments. I call it impeachment hoax number one yeah. and impeachment hoax number two. Yeah. We had the raid on Mar-a-Lago. There's that. And yeah. let's not forget the hoax, the January sixth hoax. They said all these terrible things, hoax. Featuring Adam Shifty Schiff, watermelon head, bug eyes, and Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Eric Swalwell. Who was sleeping with a Chinese spy? Remember that Fang oh, yeah. Fang? Where's the media? Fang Fang. She yeah. came from China, yeah. and now she's gone. The CCP ordered Chinese takeout. They said time to take her out, and now she's gone. Doesn't make any sense. Now she's gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to order from that menu, to be quite honest. Hunter Biden might want to order on that menu. Well, Hunter Biden ordered the 69, not the Mushu. He ordered something different. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the number 69. You want to stay away from that. So now you've already uh, declared you're running for president. I guess your next biggest challenge, uh, your next biggest uh, uh, challenger, I should say, is Ron DeSantis. What do you have to say about uh, Ron DeSantis? Well, I have to say about Ron DeSanctimonious. I call him Ron DeSanctimonious. He started off really popular. He did a fantastic job. And now you know more about him. The more you realize, maybe you were wrong about him. Yeah. It's like the opening of an in and out 
you know, with an app burger. Everybody's interested. Everybody's excited about it. You wait in line for several hours. You get to the window, and it's just a cheeseburger. What a disgrace. <laughs> Fox News makes it sound like he's reinvented the cheeseburger. He's a big disappointment, and the Republican Party has been surfing up lame cheeseburgers for years, horrible cheeseburgers, <laughs> yeah. with me, you're getting a steak, a big, fat, juicy steak. And don't get me wrong, I love cheeseburgers, but it's time for the American people to get the big, beautiful steak, that beautiful ribeye that they deserve. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love a ribeye. Uh, uh, who's going to be your, uh, I guess, your baked potato would be your vice president? Well, I have to ask you this because right. I think you're incredible. You're highly respected. What are you doing the next five years? Well, um, but when you think about it, actually, when you think about it, I think you'd be a better White House press secretary. You oh, do fantastic. Oh, we could have some fun. We could have some fun for sure. Well, you might actually be a better CDC director, yeah, actually, CDC, when you look at it. CDC director? I don't I don't really know anything about health care, Mr. President. Well, well, that didn't stop Rochelle Walensky. Or Anthony Fauci, that, little Anthony, little Tony. That's true. Plus, you're the only person in America who is successfully fighting the new deadly pandemic that we're facing wait, and doing fantastic. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I, I, another deadly pandemic? Is there like a COVID coming? I haven't heard about this. Well, it's called the pandemic of stupid. It's spreading like wildfire <laughs> yeah. in our government. These are stupid people, I have to say. Yeah. And the fake news media, I can't tell you. How many cases of stupid I've seen? They're all over the place. Yeah. They need to vaccinate everybody in the fake news. Uh -huh. Although with MSNBC, it's probably too late. You look at it, it's probably too late. Yeah. You'd need to get one of those big, beautiful exterminator tents and completely cover MSNBC. Yeah. Rachel Maddow, she had the tax returns. Remember that she yeah. had them, she danced, and she didn't have anything big, beautiful, nothing burger. It's like the wet market. Of the fake news media. <laughs> they say the stupid was a natural occurrence. I think it jumped from Rachel Maddow, believe it or not. <laughs> I think it has that. I think MSNBC <laughs> is the Wuhan lab of the stupid pandemic. Oh, I, I think believe it, me. it definitely is ground zero for stupid. I'm going to give you that. Okay, so real quick, I know you're, you're resting time here. Can I just run through a list of VP candidates to get your quick take, okay? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. All right, so let's start with that. Mike Pence. Snowball's chance in hell. Not going to happen. Okay, uh, that's pretty. <laughs> How about, uh, I don't know, Democrat Robert Kennedy. How about that? Well, he's a smart guy, considering what happened, though, to his dad and his uncle. Bad things happened to him. Maybe he should stick to talking about vaccines. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a great guy, but I have to say he has a tougher name to pronounce than Boot Edge Edge. Yeah. Okay? It might be a little hard to put on a bumper sticker, but good guy. <laughs> I is, like him. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Uh, Nikki Haley. What about Nikki Haley? Well, we all know you're funny, Rob. Let's not make me laugh too hard, okay? Because <laughs> it's not serious. How about Carrie Lake? I like Carrie Lake. I can tell you, stay tuned. You know, they called them the Great Lakes. She's the greatest lake, believe it or not. She's got the experience the country needs. Yeah. yeah. As a politician, though, I mean, uh, she's never been in office. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, she's had elections stolen from her, just like what happened to me. Oh, Remember yeah. that? She's the only person in America with the same experience as me in that department. All right. I got you. <laughs> Mr. President, thanks for your time today. I greatly appreciate you joining me. I know Tucker was a big deal, but it's awesome to have you on this morning, my friend. Well, I have to say I enjoy your show more than I enjoy Tucker because you're a funny guy. And Tucker's a good guy, but you're a great guy. Keep up the great work. You right here. There you go. There is uh, Don Tr uh, Donald Trump. All right, good.
Duffy, the official Trump impressionist of the Rob Carson show. Sean Farish, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, Sean Farish. He's awesome. You know what I think? I think we need a little more uh, Trump. We won the last election. Our Farish. My campaign was perfection. They stole the vote, and we all know. They raided Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, they did. The FBI has got to go. Yeah. They're not our friend. They are our foe. We're not gonna take it. Come on, Rep. No, you're not gonna take it. Deplorable. And you're not gonna take it anymore. This I just have to say. Hillary deleted all her emails. Yeah, and Hunter Biden should be in jail. You know I am right, and they are wrong. We'll win come this November. Come on. And this crap we will remember. Once and for all, let's drain the swamp. We're not gonna take it. No, you're not gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Believe me, we're not gonna take it. That is, uh, yeah, Sean Farish, the official impressionist of uh, the Rob Carson Show, and also the best uh, Trump impression in the country. You, you must admit. Actually, you don't. You don't have to admit it, but you know, it's pretty amazing. Um, all right, so let's move on to some other stuff. This is, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the. Uh, we've reached critical stupid in the country in America. The American people are tired of being gaslit about everything. From your daughter can be a son to uh, women can compete with men in sports, to uh, the southern border is closed, to uh, the, you know, I could go on and on and on about the nonsense, the nonsense and the BS, and we've reached critical stupid. We just can't be gaslit anymore on this nonsense. And so I'm predicting an intellectual, uh, intellectual and political Berlin Wall moment in the country uh, brought about by, well, for instance, last week, you had uh, Dylan Mulvaney becoming the spokesperson for Bud Light, which shows how out of touch the left are. Uh, you saw the uh, 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 Riley Gaines uh, literally physically attacked on a leftist university for just wanting to compete with women. Ridiculous. Uh, you saw um, uh, the government come out with a 12-page report on Afghanistan, exo- Afghanistan, exonerating the Biden administration from its biggest mistake in U.S. military and foreign policy in our history. And John Kirby went on TV and said, oh no, everything was great. It was just as planned and you should be grateful. Yeah, we were just, we've had enough. We've had enough. And now this, systematic review of 2,168 studies. Now they did the same thing with the efficacy of the vaccine. They did the same thing with uh, natural immunity. They discovered that natural immunity is the best defense. They did a worldwide study. And after the government called uh, you believing that natural immunity work misinformation and disinformation so they can hock a vaccine on you and forget about things like hydroxychloroquine and ox and uh, and ivermectin like I took that cured me 
So a systematic review of 2,168 studies looked into the adverse effects of wearing masks during the COVID-19 pandemic has found that the practice led to negative health consequences, including itching, headaches, restriction of oxygen, which would explain Democrats. We found significant effects in both medical, uh, surgical, and N95 masks with a great, greater impact on the second state's review. I want you to just, now that we're backed away from it, look at how stupid it was that we had to wear stupid masks every day. I literally, I did a t-shirt on my, on my t-shirt and swag line. It said masks are stupid. I couldn't promote it on any social media. And then the t-shirt company that does my stuff took the, the design down. That's how far it went. I said masks were stupid. I was right. Masks were stupid. I will explain a little bit more on this. And then uh, your president wants another $5 billion for new COVID vaccine and drugs. So the payoff to Big Pharma is not over yet. We'll get to it on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. We all know America is headed in the wrong direction. It's time to grab the wheel. It's The Rob Carson Show. Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, Joe Biden already predicting there's going to be another pandemic, even though he won't admit that this pandemic came from a lab in Wuhan, China. Two federal agencies have. We won't admit that Pfizer went from a $40 billion company its entire history to a $90 billion company in one year, thanks to the NIH and Anthony Fauci mandating vaccines. All right. Do you realize that in the NIH alone, uh, $400 million in commissions were paid to the NIH for vaccine sales from one company? And here's uh, Tony Fauci, who's never answered any questions, supposedly is retired, saying the second pandemic's coming. So if we really want to prevent the next pandemic, and there will be one, there will absolutely be an outbreak of another pandemic. It may be next year or it may be... Because it is an election year. In your grandparent, your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren's lifetime. We don't know. Yeah, you know, I think the American people are beginning to realize that the first pandemic was a joke. Was a joke. Uh, Was it a serious illness? Yeah, I had it. I got it. I got COVID. I didn't get the vaccine because I had a, a heart issue when I was in my early 30s. And I said I didn't want to risk it. And I also worked uh, in uh, car sales for a year without a mask on, and nobody in the dealership got sick. And every night I went up to the hospital, the busiest emergency room in uh, Johnson County, Kansas, which is a very populous area. I know you're thinking Kansas. No, it is. It's very populous. Never had a full parking lot. What the hell? Why did the New York and and uh, and uh, San Francisco not need the hospital ships that Donald Trump got ready? Why didn't they need all of the respirators? Why didn't they need any of them? Why did they immediately shut down talk about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? Oh, yeah, we know. Because uh, they're cheap. And the real money is in vaccines. And the real money is in vaccines. When the government says you got to take the vaccine, there's nothing else. It's kind of interesting, right? 
Here is uh, Senator Ron Johnson with a little uh, uh, COVID post-mortem. This is an interview he did with the Epoch Times. There was nothing in the pandemic plan uh, that called for shutdowns. Uh, Fauci said up front, masks aren't going to work. I mean, they didn't. I mean, all, all you need to know is here's the size of the, here's the, the particle size of the virus. Here's the opening pores of a, of a mask. This isn't going to work. You know, it might be marginally effective, but it wasn't something that you, you know, impose on everybody in your society. Yeah, it's like throwing a BB through a chain link fence. And then the way we shut the economy down, you know, we shut down all the, all the little, all the little mom and pop shops. Yeah, and it all happened because it was the summer of 2020. That's when it started. 2020 was 2020 when, when, uh, because it was 2020. And Joe Biden wants another $5 billion of your money to develop new COVID vaccines and drugs because the pipeline's already open. The pipeline is already open, man. We got to keep those profits up with the drug companies. You know what I say? Screw you. Screw you and your, and your supposed next, uh, your next, uh, bioweapon released from China. By the way, this study about the mass that I talked about, Shortness of breath was observed 33% for general mask use, 37% above N95 users, 17% of surgical mask wearers experienced itching. The, uh, this number was at 51% among users of the N95. Uh, mass interfered with O2 uptake and CO2 release, meaning you breathe in oxygen, you exhale O2 or CO2. Uh, through evaluated wearing durations are shorter than daily prolonged use. Outcomes independently validate mask-induced exhaustion syndrome and downstream physiometabolic dysfunctions. Meaning, you wear a mask, it causes your brain to uh, be uh, you know, short of oxygen. Again, hard to tell if you're a Democrat. It is ridiculous. A December letter uh, written to the Israel Medical Association pointed to multiple studies suggesting that wearing masks can end up causing harm. Headaches, shortness of breath, dip in blood oxygen levels, rise in carbon dioxide levels, concentration difficulties, bacterial contamination. All of these, of course, uh, contributed to the ills, both both the physical and, uh, and mental of our children. And, of course, the federal government was willing to step in when our children, at their hour of greatest need, having to wear masks, having to be out of school, and the schools uh, march in and say, well, clearly the reason why you're having difficulties is because you're the wrong gender. We better start you on, uh, on uh, puberty blockers and consider mutilative surgery. Honestly, so done with the stupid. Just so done with the stupid. And even John Stewart is done with the stupid. He grilled the deputy DOD secretary about uh, how incredibly corrupt even the Department of Defense is. And she tried to gaslight him. And he wouldn't take it. Also, new news. The court is rejecting uh, Alvin Bragg's request for a restraining order against Jim Jordan. It goes ahead. Victory. Sweet. All of that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. America is headed in the wrong direction. It's time to grab the wheel. It's the Rob Carson Show. So on Newsmax uh, new survey, uh, 68% of GOP members want uh, Donald Trump to run for president. So the, uh, the media, they wanted to say that uh, Donald Trump had no chance of winning the election. They floated that for a couple of days. Fox News even put it up as a, as a headline. And uh, not the case uh, right now. A uh, recent survey showing Donald Trump up by four, five, nine against uh, Joe Biden. 
doesn't, I mean, you never see that kind of a lead two years out from a presidential uh, run or an election. And Donald Trump is already ahead of Joe Biden. So please, uh, we're not stupid. We know that uh, he is a major threat to everything that the, uh, the deep state considers dear, including, by the way, uh, all of the spending, all of the money that they throw at their friends for another $5 billion for a possible, we, we might not need another vaccine. It really is. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for the last couple of years because when I left Washington, D.C. in 2014, I had no idea after living there for 11 years how corrupt the city is, how corrupt the government is. Uh, in every way, shape, or form. And, and I just kind of looked at, you know, the surveys are out between like seven of the top 10 richest county in America were surrounding Washington, D.C. And I was like, why? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because there aren't any car building, there aren't any car manufacturing plants in D.C. There aren't any big uh, aircraft builders in Washington, D.C. What is there? Well, there's a whole lot of bureaucracy, a whole lot of offices, and a whole lot of your money goes there. And people move to Washington, D.C., spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. And their duty, their job right now is just to make sure that their friends are paid off. That's about it. Their friends and their cronies are paid off. They're enriched. They, they leave, uh, they leave the uh, government. They go into big pharma. They leave the uh, government. They go into uh, big tech, for instance. Did you know this? Tech companies like Google, Meta, TikTok, and Twitter hired nearly 250 employees from the federal law enforcement agencies like the FBI, the DOJ, and the CIA, according to an investigation by The Daily Caller. We also know that they all colluded against us to shut down what the government considered to be misinformation, which was anything that you disagreed with, even if it was the truth. This is the retribution that Donald Trump talks about. This is the retribution that I want to see. Silicon Valley and tech companies have recruited 250 employees from the CIA, DHS, DOJ, FBI. According to the report, several of the employees will take will fill top roles at the companies after held positions in government agencies for four, more than two decades in many cases. Much of the hiring came between 2017 and 2022. Google alone hired 130 former CIA, DOJ, DHS, FBI. Meta hired 47. Even Chinese-owned TikTok has employed 25 former CIA, DHS, DOJ, or FBI employees. Yeah, that's it. And what did they do when they got into the, uh, into the private sector? They started restricting speech. They shut it down. It's uh, really remarkable. Um, and, and here actually is a reporter, uh, Michael Schellenberger. Now, I played this the other day. And this is Michael Schellenberger talking to uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Michael Schellenberger is a lefty. Joe Rogan is a, is a liberal, all right? And uh, Michael Schellenberger is written for Rolling Stone. and among, he, he appeared before Congress with Matt, Matt Taibbi and formerly with Rolling Stone and all this. And uh, and exposed all of the uh, all of the lies and all the nonsense. Here is Michael Schellenberger talking about big tech's involvement in uh, 2016. Do we know when this began? Like, when did they infiltrate these organizations? Because I'm I'm sure it's not just Twitter, right? I'm sure right. it's. Oh no, absolutely not. That's part of the, what was so terrifying is that. It was all of the social media companies, including Wikipedia, by the way, which we don't talk enough about, but also all of the mainstream news organizations are all being organized. So when does it start? 
you know, it really what you're looking at is the apparatus that was created by the war on terror over the last 20 years, starting after 9-11. Then there was a battle against ISIS because ISIS was successfully recruiting on social media. So there was sort of a counter ISIS recruiting campaign that occurred. Then you get the big event is Brexit 2016, Trump's election in 2016. Yeah, by the way. Isn't it interesting that so many people were crying for the uh, uh, to, for people to get rid of TikTok? But now there's nothing. And we know that the Biden White House is going to use TikTok influencers in the campaign. They're talking about having a literally a room in the White House for TikTok influencers owned by communist China. We also know that Joe Biden is bought and paid for by the communist Chinese. It's all right there. The evidence is all right there. In Hunter Biden's laptop and in Jim Jordan's uh, investigation, or I should say uh, Jim Comey's uh, uh, investigation into Joe Biden's bank records. Here is Michael Schellenberger about all the agencies I just talked about. 250 employees from the federal government went to work for Google, Meta, TikTok, and Twitter, and they still work there. But over time, we just kept finding like this weird like FBI wants us to do this. You know, there's these other government agencies. Oh, you know, this uh, talking about Twitter. Uh, all these people used to work at the FBI. Uh, CIA shows up, Department of Homeland Security. And we're kind of like, what the hell is going on? And the story quickly shifted from us sort of. And I think what Elon thought, which was that it was just very progressive people being biased in their content moderation and their censoring to there is a huge operation by U.S. government officials, U.S. government contractors, and all of these super sketchy NGOs getting money from who knows where, basically demanding that Twitter start censoring people. Yeah. And now we know, don't we? We know that it was all a bunch of BS. It was all a bunch of uh, of BS. It's uh, it's interesting. And then this is, uh, this is Jim Jordan. I don't know if you know about this, but the FBI is literally going after Catholic churches because uh, they, uh, you know, there's a war on religion in this country. And the FBI wanted to trump up some sort of charges and, and create an investigation of people who go to Latin mass, the least likely to commit any act of terror whatsoever. But it's an attempt to uh, take down uh, Christianity, among other things. Uh, also, I might mention this. Uh, the first quarter of 2023 has seen a significant increase in acts of hostility against churches. Yeah, you see, because the Catholic Church has always stood against abortion. And when Roe v. Wade got repealed, the FBI decided to let terrorist organizations just go after churches, not investigate them, say that the real problem in America is white supremacy that doesn't exist, only on the fringes, and it's usually Democrat Party members. Research conducted by the Family Research Council indicated that criminal acts against churches have been steadily on the rise for the past several years. In the first quarter of 2023, has continued the upward trend. In the first quarter of 2023, 69 incidences have already occurred. If this rate continues, 2023 will have the highest number of incidents of the six years FRC has tracked continuing the upward trend. And the FBI is saying that Trump supporters are the problem. This is Jim Jordan on all the ways that the FBI is abusing us, provided I can get it to play. Journalists you're talking to, they named four personally. Two of those four came and testified in front of our committee. While they're testifying, Democrat members of Congress asked those two journals, who are your sources? While they're getting those kind of questions from Democrats, the IRS is knocking on one of those journalists' door. That's how you mean. And then you put all that together with what's happened to parents, to Catholics, to pro-lifers from the FBI, and you're thinking like, wow. 
This is why we formed the committee under Speaker McCarthy to look into how agencies have been turned on the American people. And we think targeting the American people instead of serving, serving them like they're supposed to. Absolutely. And by the way, this just in, Manhattan District Attorney Fat Alvin Bragg, his urgent request to enter a restraining order against Jim Jordan was rejected the same day it was filed. U.S. District Judge uh, Mary Kay Viscosal, a Trump appointee, yay, turned down Trump, uh, Bragg's emergency request for a restraining order and preliminary injunction against Jordan. The court decides to enter the proposed temporary restraining order in order to show cause, the judge said, noting that she had not received several documents that were referenced in Bragg's filing. So he entered a uh, filing, but he didn't include his paperwork, and the judge said, hey, you know, I don't think so. So too bad for you. This is new from Jim Gossett about Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is a bulldog, and he's going after Alvin Bragg. Go get him. Alvin's scared he's unprepared, because he's nothing but a big windbag. Jim shining light on his pony case. The corruption will be found. So Alvin sued, and he may be screwed with the wrong guy this time around. Hey, Alvin, better back down. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Uh. You don't spit into the wind. Not a good idea. You don't pull the mask off an old Lone Ranger, and you don't mess around with Jim. No, Everything is on the table. We do want Mr. Bragg to answer questions. Jim Jordan's on your case. Best be afraid of him. Alvin Bragg's gonna learn the lesson that you don't mess around with Jim. Do 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 do. Don't mess around with Jim. That is uh, brand new from uh, Jim Gossett <laughs> about Jim Jordan, who I uh, is becoming a, uh, a hero of mine. I mean, honestly. The guy is just, he works 24-7. He always makes brilliant points. I don't ever want him to run for president. I want him where he is right now, man. A judiciary committee, and he's just, he's, he's just, uh, he's just uh, truth to power, baby. Oh, by the way, disclosures brought by the Missouri and Louisiana Tech First Amendment lawsuits against federal government reveal that the U.S. State Department actively marketed government-funded online censorship to big tech companies. So they had an own, their own product for it. Yeah, the federal government, they had their own product to shut down free speech in the country that has the First Amendment. According to the Federalist, an official at the State Department's Global Engagement Center, or GEC, sent an email to the popular business network platforming LinkedIn, advertising the so-called disinformation cloud, which is a GEC-funded project that sought to identify disinformation online. That's anything that the government says uh, disagrees with them, even if it's true. GEC senior advisor Samarin Samaruddin Stewart first wrote to LinkedIn February 2020 requesting a meeting tasked with building relationships with technology companies and that he was teaching, reaching out to companies interested in countering disinformation. Remember, Joseph Stalin came up with disinformation in 1923. He called it disinformatia and he created a disinformation department. And as he went on to rule the people of Russia and, and kill uh, tens of millions of them, people who uh, were caught uh, sharing disinformation were sent to re-education camps, and many of them were just murdered. Thought you should know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in another email to LinkedIn employees following the meeting, Stewart advised the GEC's censorship pool. He says, I'll send information about gaining access to the disinformation cloud. 
which is a GEC-funded platform that offers stakeholders an opportunity to discover companies, technology, and tools that can assist with identifying, understanding, and addressing disinformation. The disinformation cloud was advertised to firms as a one-stop shop for tech companies to identify and test tools that counter propaganda and disinformation. So literally, the government was asking private companies to sign up so the government could to do the heavy lifting for the government to cover up their lies. It is exactly what it is. And our government, our, 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 uh, our uh, uh, big tech and, uh, and the mainstream media went with it voluntarily. It took the threat of murder and imprisonment in Russia to get uh, news agencies, state-run news agencies like Pravda and Investia to toe the party line. In the United States, it just takes liberal newsrooms. That's all it takes. Isn't that just funny? All right, let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. Throughout my entire career, I have uh, supported the military. I've, uh, I've supported our veterans, our active duty military personnel. Uh, I made it a hallmark of my of my show and my life. I've worked with uh, uh, organizations like Friends in Service of Heroes. I've worked with Fisher House, among others. And uh, generally, when it comes to conservatives, uh, criticism of the military is uh, you don't do it. You know, it's sacrosanct. The military is sacrosanct. But I think, uh, thankfully, we've had a lot of the uh, bullcrap and malfeasance within the DOD exposed to some degree. We saw the morons, uh, Mr. General Milley and uh, our DOD secretary, uh, Mr. Lloyd Austin, they're morons. And uh, the, the DOD and the military are as corrupt in many ways as all of the other branches of government, including the FBI. Uh, now, this is not uh, to say that there are rank and file military members that are only concerned about the defense of the country. But there are a lot of people at the top of the uh, military industrial complex who love conflicts like what's happened in Ukraine because they get big old paychecks. And the military, unfortunately, is also as uh, uh, inefficient and even uh, corrupt as far as spending is concerned as all the other departments of the government. And so for the first time in my life, I'm actually saying, that you get to the bottom of this uh, malfeasance and all of this fraud, or the, the military budget has to be cut too. I, I'm not talking about uh, you know, frontline stuff. I'm not talking about soldier salaries, things like that. But clearly, we've got to get to the bottom of the fraud. Now, uh, the United States Deputy Secretary of Defense, Kathleen Hicks, lost her composure during an interview with John Stewart last week when he pressed her about the Pentagon's 850 billion dollar mismanaged budget. Yeah, the DOD has been federally mandated to perform audits since 1994. However, the agency ignored the mandate till 2017, ran its first audit. Since then, they performed five audits. Each time, they have failed. Earlier this year, reported by the GAO, said that the Pentagon has at least $220 billion in unaccounted for government-furnished property. However, the GEAO stated that this estimate is likely significantly understated, meaning it's 
a giant fraud, just like all of the COVID spending and the amount of fraud with COVID spending. The Democrat Party and the deep state have looked for an excuse to spend willy-nilly and not be investigated, and that bleep ends. Here's John Stewart asking this uh, Deputy Secretary of Defense about uh, all of this malfeasance, and she, he gets gaslighted. It's suggestive that we can't, we don't have an accurate inventory that we can pull up of what we have where. That is not the same as saying we can't do that because waste. Remember the early 90s when they were spending $50,000 on a toilet seat or 500, uh, you know, or $10,000 on a hammer? Fraud and abuse has occurred. So in my world, yeah, that's waste. How is that waste? If I give you a billion dollars and you can't tell me what happened to it, that to me is wasteful. That, that means you well, are not responsible. <laughs> but if you can't tell me where it went... Then what am I supposed to think? Oh, and, she's laughing at it. And when there has been reporting, I mean, this is not like I'm not I'm not saying this is on you and that you caused this. But <laughs> I think it's it's a tough argument to I'm make sure that <laughs> an, an eight hundred and fifty billion dollar budget to an organization that can't pass an audit and tell you where that money went. Like, I think most people would consider that somewhere in the realm of waste, fraud, or abuse. Yeah, yeah, and, and she's gaslighting him just like the mainstream media and the Democrat Party did us when we said, hey, we think the election was fraudulent. We, we know that Russiagate, Russiagate was a hoax. Here is uh, John Stewart with his I'm not stupid moment. That's shocking to me. Now, I may not understand exactly the ins and outs and, yeah. and the incredible uh, magic of an audit, <laughs> but I'm a human being who lives on the earth and can't figure out how $850 billion to a department means that the rank and file still have to be on food stamps. Like to me, yes. that's fucking corruption. I'm sorry. You bet it is. And if like, if that blows your mind, and if you think like, that's like a crazy agenda for me to have, I really think that that's institutional thinking. That's right. I told you we have a Berlin Wall movement moment happening in this country. People are saying we're not stupid and we're done with this nonsense. Take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show today. A great show. If you want to hear the podcast of it, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax.com slash listen. Have a glorious day. We're winning. God bless you guys. And until tomorrow, do not get stupid.